always think about the Vishal Salanta giving us advice when it comes to learning Muslim. Things like that. It's interesting that the Vishal also gives advice how to learn. In this very Israel, there's a letter which talks about the Surah of how to learn. And there's a lot to learn from the Vishal's rules how to learn. So, what Rabbi Israel is talking about is the mind of learning by Chabrosa. As opposed to learning by oneself, mind of learning by Chabrosa. Let's analyze what he says, and then let's think how we can utilize this skill to make our own learning not a little bit better, but to make our own learning a lot better. Specifically, when you learn bigger. And he says it like this. He says, why is it, besides the fact that obviously having somebody else to talk to makes a person more awake and it's easier to focus? But there's another very big matter in the Chabrosa. It's not just learning Bikiyas, which means learning together with somebody we want to read and translate the Gemara together. But it's Tafka coming to, when it comes to trying to understand the learn Bikiyas, that's where it makes the, that it makes the, that having somebody else. Why? Because the Masa is when people learn, so they have the way they understand. People, each one really learns is the way they understand. When two people are learning, there'll be the places where each one understands differently. Especially when it's not just the question of, of, of chat, how to translate the word. Well, you can just look it up or ask somebody. But it's trying to understand something. It inspires different ways of thinking about it, different ways of understanding it. When it comes to the place of point of eon, something which means understanding, explanation. There are two different people, each one has a lot of explaining. And now, the dynamic of a chavrusa is, I think like this. Chavrosa thinks differently. So, the way Rabbi Yisrael explains it, when someone's arguing with me, someone's not accepting what I want to say, so that pushes me to try my best to explain it to them. I want to think of the way I can explain it the best. I want to think of any proof I can find why my, my, why my way makes more sense. I'm going to look carefully to see if it's more modernic like me. And what pushes me to do that? What's the motivating factor which is going to make me try harder to show I'm right? Because I want to show I'm right. The natural tendency a person has in anything is to prove myself right. And therefore, this is the way I understood the Kabbalah. I want to show that I'm right. I'm going to look at it carefully. I'm going to read it again. I'm going to think about it. I'm going to try to bring rise for you. I'm going to check about others for him. And again, what's being, the atom working under the surface, so to speak, the middle which is active here, is what you call Avasanitzach. The person who wants to be right. So if I'm just looking at it from as a dispassionate outsider, are we looking at this like from the outside? No, it could be like this, it could be like that. I don't have any strong opinion on the topic, so I'm not going to, it's not, it's not pushing me to work on understanding it or explaining it that well. But when it's my opinion and someone's arguing with me, so that pushes me as best as I can to try and prove myself right. And if now my is doing the same thing, and he's trying to prove himself right, then I'm going to try my, my best, it's just human nature, to try and disprove it. And when he says, so that doesn't make sense what you're saying, I'll prove you wrong. Or your eyes are a your swear is not a swear. And then again, Think about the other way around. If someone's trying to explain something to me and I'm, I'm showing him why I don't agree with him, why it doesn't make sense, that's going to push him harder to explain his side. Now, therefore, Rabbi Israel says the dynamic of the Chavrusa, what we call Milcham Peshel Torah, arguing about a Sogya, the Etzer brings out the, the, in each one his, his best of his abilities is a way to explain it. And without that, Tension, without that argument, without the other side who I have to try and convince, it wouldn't do the same job of forcing me to, so to speak, to do the maximum I can 
to prove my thing. Obviously, there's two preconditions. Which will be shown in taking account. It's not too obvious, but fast me to say it. Number one is you're willing to listen to somebody else. If I'm circling with somebody, I say, no, 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 you're talking to Ereshka. They block my ears. Or I just try to out to you because I don't want to listen to what you're saying. And there's no terrorist in it. Obviously, the Shara was talking about that. He was talking about an argument is run in the situation of when you're talking, I'm willing to listen to you. But I'm not willing to accept. So I'm going to argue back. And when I argue back, then you're willing to listen to me. If that's the case, if the people are actually willing to listen to each other, even though they argue with each other, but then the argument becomes an exercise for each one to use their skills, their learning skills or their understanding skills as best as they can to explain their side. That's the first point. The other point, which is meeting with common time, which again, we saw didn't even dream of, but we will talk about today, and that is it's as long as the argument stays on the topic we're discussing. When it veers from the topic of discussion, so, well, you're stumbling that large, not anything, it's all you, you think you're an under, whatever it is, when it becomes a personal attack, and it, there's no value to it anymore. So, but if assuming both parties in the Makhlaikas are focused on trying to understand better, that each one's trying to explain why he thinks he's right, and why the other one's wrong, then the value of the argument is it brings out as clearly as possible both sides. Nothing brings out something better when a person has a vested interest in trying to explain it. And when, I'm try- when it's my, my opinion, and I'm trying my best to prove myself right, to explain myself, the other person will accept what I'm saying, then I'll do the best job I possibly could of explaining that side. Good. Now, what happens next? We both, so to speak, use the be- argue as best we can. The next step is we often gets forgotten. And so I said, let's learn from how the Sahib industry how it works. It's never got you know, the best in the 71 greatest of the Khan of the day. It's never got And the case comes to And it's a serious case because the question is are we going to kill the defendant or not? Because whatever there is going to be. And it's not such an open and chat case, it's not a beach way. There's ways to look and why it's high of the way it's looking at why he's not tired of this, and it's not wrong with each other. They also, the Homer Chacham, each one learns up to Sukkot, and each one explains his opinion, and he argues. And he says, like this, and he says, like, no, you're wrong. I've arrived from the Gemara, I've arrived from the opposite. It's a discussion. And it says the Mishnah Sanhedrin, but there was two, uh, the, the, there's two, Sukkot Elayim, who write down everything which he said. The, this Rav, so this, this Chacham said, this argument, why it should be part of it, they write it down. This one said, this one should be part they write it down. And they spend the whole day discussing, arguing for or against what the Din Torah should be. And then, the Sanhedrin adjourned for the day without a decision. Without a decision. And each one goes home with the, all the arguments for and against. And now, the, the halacha is, that night, the, the members of the Sanhedrin are asleep. Which was by himself, in his own home, think it through, and go through the sugi again, and read all the arguments for and the arguments against. And the next day, the basin reconvenes. And the next day, now we're going to take the consensus. Whoever's in favor of acquittal, whoever's in favor of uh, being mechaev, of a guilty verdict, and then we'll see where the majority does. And what's the reason for that? We don't, this is drag out a din for nothing. So what's the reason of waiting until tomorrow and then letting everybody only decide the next day? The answer is, when I'm in the middle of the heat of the argument and I'm trying to see myself as right, I'm not rationally weighing up both sides. 
I'm so convinced that I'm right that I'm trying to prove myself. I'm not rationally weighing up both sides. Right? It says to myself, there's still a mind in that. Because once I'm focused on my side, I'll do the best job I can of explaining that side. But that's going to be stage two. And stage two is when I can stand back from the arguments. I'm not next to the Chavrasa right now. I'm not in the same situation. And now I can look and sort of rethink it again. And now I'm not, there's not somebody there who I'm trying to disprove, I'm trying to prove myself to. So now I can think through both sides again and think, actually, one second, that, that point you made, I didn't really have a good counter to that. Or, you know, I argued like this, but now that I think about it, his answer back to me actually makes a lot of sense. And now that I'm not in the situation of, of actually discussing with somebody, now I'm in a situation where I can think through both sides on my own, now I can reach a more balanced decision of what I really think is the right opinion. And it could be at, at that stage when I'm not in the middle of discussing with somebody else, I'm looking at it from a distance and I'm weighing it just in, in the privacy of my own mind. It could be I actually think actually, I like this chat, it makes more sense. That's what the best method to do. When there's a court case, so first everyone has to think what they hold the psyche is and argue about it because that will make each side clearer. Argue about it. Rabbi Shul says in the Russian English, it's gifted, which means as fiercely as I can. Make each other clearer. But I can't pass them like that. I can't pass them like that because right now I'm taken up with the way I see things. And therefore, there has to be a gap. There has to be a whole night where the Snedrin can each, each male Snedrin go back and think it through himself. And then the next day, they'll come back and say, This is what I hold. And it's possible he'll change positions. It's possible having thought through all the arguments again or having reconsidered it, he actually likes it. He finds more logic in the other side. So that's the source of two things. That's the way to make each side clearer. That's also the way to come to a clearer acceptance of what you think the real shot is. The argument makes its two sides clearer. And now the ability to think it through when I'm not in the separate situation, I'm not in the, the, the middle of an argument, gives me an opportunity to weigh up each one and decide what's more likely to be honest. I can weigh them up each on their own merits. Not because I said it, because you said it. The Gemara has examples like this. The Gemara talks about Machlokes and Rebbe and Rishlakish, and we know that Rebbe and Rishlakish fought fiercely. Right? They weren't, uh, they were, they were But the Rebbe himself says everything I said. Rishlakish asked me pretty four questions. He's defined from everything. Right? And the Gemara is the one case where Rebbe held one and Rishlakish held another way, and they all argued about it. And then there's an interesting Gemara. The Gemara says the next day they came to the Mesnedrish, and Rebbe came first, and he said I can't remember the other Rishlakish. And Rishraki says, I changed my mind, I held Rabbi Yechonin. So they fought the other way. Right? It's possible. Right? Just because I held something that one way, I'm not so stuck into my opinion that I'm not willing to accept. There might be another set. There might be another viewpoint. And that's the case, maybe Bishan's mindset, to actually, what is arguing with me? To back down and say, actually, no, 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 I'm wrong, I'm wrong. You're right, you're right. Not always easy to do. But the person has to give themselves a chance afterwards when he's not with the Chavrasa. To think it through again, and now I think actually maybe maybe he's stuck. Maybe his way is a better way to do So that gives the person the matter number one of being able to explore different ways of learning so again, as best as possible. And number two, says Rabbi Shaul, it's a way to come to a, a conclusion which is more likely to be MS because it's a conclusion based on not the way I feel at the time of the argument, but when I'm not involved in the argument and I can be more fair to both sides. That's what Rabbi Shalom writes about the mind of learning the ill. It's like a story I've said before about Rukhan Shalabitz. He used to have a chabrus in the mirror. He used to learn from, I think it was five, six, seven, eight, nine, twelve at that. A few hours straight. And there was one time I came to a sugya, 
And then, to understand it. So, Chaim suggests in a certain manner, it's from his argument. Okay, so then we come to a clear, a clear mascara. So, it's over the clock, so it's off. We'll try again tomorrow. Close the Gemara's. Close the ends. So, they meet again the next day. So, Chaim Shlomo says, this is Chavros. He says, okay, before we go back to this, just to Chazar, what did yesterday? And then in a few minutes, he went through all the arguments and counter-arguments they had the whole six hours later. So I asked like this, but you were from like that. You looked like this, but I told you to me start there. You said like this, and I asked like that, and I asked like this, and I asked like that. Wow. The Chavrusa was like, uh, shock. How did you do everything? Right. Every single, it's not just like remembering this. It's like remembering a whole give and take of an argument for the whole afternoon. So, Chaim said, and told me something. After you finished learning last night, I told him, what did you do? He said, I went to bed, I was tired. What did you do? Sydney, I sat down and I thought about it. I said, they think it all through again. And I thought, what did I say? What did you say? What did I say? What did you say? And I waited and thought about it again. Does it make sense? Does it not make sense? Was I right? Well, was I wrong? Were you right? Were you wrong? So, of course, I went through all the stages again, so I remembered them much better. But the point is, it wasn't just to remember them. But the point is that if a person, that's exactly what Israel's inside, if after arguing, after discussing with the Chavros, if a person who gives himself a chance, now's the time to think it through on your own. When you're more likely to be honest with yourself about what you really think is makes sense or doesn't make sense, now's the time that a person has more of an opportunity right, to to decide this is this this can makes more sense. This I hear better. So that's the first one I wanted to talk about. The man of learning the Chavrosa. And not just talking, like I said, learning together with somebody, like to, to learn together. It's tough to have Russell where it's going to create a Muhammad Torah. There'll be two sides, there'll be an argument, there'll be, a, 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 so to speak, a, a feeling I have that I have to try and prove myself, a feeling that I have that I have to try and convince somebody else of what I'm saying. And then come to the same thing. That's a matter of what develops the person's ability to think in here. Okay, like, this is Islamic culture from Israel, it's that's exactly the point. What pushes me harder to try and work harder to understand something or to prove something is a middle. And in this case, the middle is I want to prove myself right. So I will try much harder to prove myself right. And I will just be a circuit which I don't have a stake in it. I don't feel like I have to prove myself for whatever it's going to be. And you see this. You see this that when it comes to um, a person says something, where did you make that up from? It's not what it says. Right? The person will look at every safer in the Aitzah. He'll, he'll go to the Aitzah Chachim. He'll find somebody who says it. What's pushing you say? No, the one says, see, I was right, I found it. Would a person normally go to such efforts? No. No, but now that a person has to prove that he's right, so he's going to, he's going to look, do go the extra mile, try much harder to, so to speak, substantiate what he's saying. It doesn't mean he has to write what he's saying, but he's going to try much harder to explain what he's saying. So when it comes to the entire... Right, some the people who weren't big number in Yeshiva, we went there and based and they're arguing about something, wow. They have an endless amount of spurs and arguments and reasons why they're right, whatever's going to be. Why? Because now it makes a difference to me. When it makes a difference to somebody, they're going to be much more creative. They're going to use their mind much more to try and, and so to speak, show that what they're right. So it's, it's a matter which can be used in making our learning better. Which can be used in making our learning better when we use it to clarify an opinion more. Now, if you have a Mishra's side from Machlekes, so now I want to tell you a tremendous Kaddish, which I heard Mishraim, the Ponovich Rosh Hashiva, Shmuel Rezovsky, which he used to do. Try it. Try it. And actually, it's a very good tool to improve your learning behavior. We spoke before 
but very often we come across it like a solution. Each solution and so okay, the differences. Sometimes it's just a difference in a point. So, you know, the two Rishonim are more or less doing the same mahalach, but there's one point they're disagreeing in. Sometimes there's altogether different approach to how they learn the Gemak. Right? We already said this in a different time. That normally you'll find the schools of Rishonim, and in the same school of Rishonim, the Rebbe Talmud, Rebbe Talmud, Rebbe Talmud, whatever it was, even the points that disagree with each other, but the style they learned was the same. They learned from each other. For example, we talk about Rashi and the Bali Atosis. Right, the Rebbe Talmud and the Rebbe, and the Rebbe Peretz, and the Rebbe Baruch, and the Rebbe Shemesh, and the Rebbe Shemesh, right, they were all students of each other. They were all the essence of the name of Rashi, and then the next star was the Rebbe Amirambag, and the Rebbe Talmud, and the Rebbe, and as it went down. They were all students of the same Mahalim. So we don't find that they, ch- they had a different style of how to learn. There were points they disagreed about. And then there was this, this school of Israel, and she showed it. started with the Rambam, and the Rashi, and the Ritva, and the Rambam, and the Yosef. And again, it was a school of Rishonim who all, all learned more or less the same style. There were only differences, the arguments between them. It was the same school. The Rambam is a different school. He was in, he was in Mitzrayim, he was in Egypt. The Texas race was in Egypt, it was a different school. You see. Anyway, so a person's come to a Mechlekes Rishonim. Now, this is the big mistake. A person could learn it and say, okay, so I read Rashi, I see what Rashi says. I see Texas, Texas, Kashi Rashi, and I'm good. Here's his answer. Fuck, what's left for me to do? Okay. I'm good to go. And if I want to really be an Amman, I'll think, well, how can Rashi answer this question? I've spoken about this before, I haven't looked for Rashi. Everything's great. If you want to work on understanding the Cholik Sashani better, better, so this is Shmuel Rizaska, who finishes his Eitzah, something you should try sometime. And that is, there with the Chabrusa. Okay. Take it on between yourselves. You can explain Rashi, I'm going to explain Tosis. And now, if you're not acting as Rashi's lawyer, you're acting as Rashi's defender, try and explain Rashi. Try and explain to my lawyer, what does Rashi mean? Why does he say that? And I'm explaining Tosis. So I'm going to take it. I'm going to ask Tosis Kasha, what are you going to do about this? So now, now that I've taken the position of trying to defend Rashi, right, so now I'm going to think, this is the side I'm trying to defend, right? So I'm going to think much harder, how am I going to answer Rashi's question? The question on Rashi. How am I going to explain the Rashi? What's the point which is missing, which I have to add in? A good lawyer. That's not part of the sort, but not part of the context. You hire him. But when you hire him, so now there's a certain side he's trying to protect. Right? They haven't decided to use his services. He's going to get into that person's mind. He's going to try his best to defend that side. And he'll think of every reason he can, or why he could say, what he can't say, why he should say, what he shouldn't say. One second, we'll go to you. But the answer is, now I'm working to defend him, so now I'm putting my head into that position, and I'm trying my best to explain it. Right? Try the same thing. You're trying to explain Russian. So try to think, how are you going to answer Russian? But it's not just a question of looking from the outside of, well, what would Rashi say? Think about this. Is it you trying to defend him? And your Chabrus is trying to argue. He's, he's explaining thesis. And the same is going to have that. Now, will we really know what Rashi can means or didn't mean? Not necessarily. The accessory writers. In fact, I want to tell the Chosha Chalik Bess. He writes, I try to explain what the Rishonim said. Do I know that for sure that's what the Rishonim meant? When I explain the Rambam, well, that's what the Rambam had in mind. I don't know what the Rambam had in mind. What the Rambam. But, what I can say is that I climbed as best I could to try and explain the Rambam. So at least maybe this is, I, I, I really feel this is, a, this is, no, this is an emistic explanation of what the Rambam said. We can try that as well. We love the view. So to say what did the Rishon have in mind, well, we can look carefully at what he says, we can read his language well to try and see this, how accurately we can understand what he's saying. But then more than that, we have to try and understand 
And the, the tool to push the person to try and understand better is when he's involved. And therefore, if it's my job to try and explain Rashi, I'll do a much better job of, of working and understanding it than if it's not my job, we're trying to explain it outside. And if on the other side, Machavis is trying to argue Tosis' position, so he'll do a much better job of trying to understand the question and the, 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 the Pircha and the Raya against Rashi because he's now in the position of trying to explain Tosis. And it's always like, when you have to give a Chabur on something, so now since I have to explain it, it pushes me much harder to be, have to work on understanding. It doesn't make a difference. It doesn't make a difference. Do you want to work and understand the two sides better? Good. Take sides. Take sides. I'm going to explain this, you're going to explain that. And now that's the matter of the Chavrusa. That same dynamic. If this is the side I'm trying to explain, I'm going to try and explain it. And I'm trying to, going to try and overcome the objections to it. Because this is now the side I'm defending. And if you're taking that other side, then you're going to try and explain why the Rish, or the Akron, or the Poisek, whoever that you're defending, wouldn't say like that. Good, take the other side. Argue that. So explain it. See how well you can explain it. That's why the idea of Luham Toshim arguing and learning, isn't just time that's like a... Guys, come to an agreement and let's go on with it. It's an integral part of learning. It's an integral part of learning because that, the, the, the situation of the conflict makes each side clear. It makes each side clear. If the Hagel, as a you have to give him Masha. Right? If let's say we both be restless, and every day we get enough arms, we wrestle again and again. Right? In the mass, we're both getting stronger. But it's not a question of who's winning each day. The point is we, we're both developing our talents or our skills or our strength, but we keep our wrestling every day. We have to. We shouldn't be doing that. I'm saying in learning it's the same yourself, right? If the, the, it's not that point we get into fights we have to argue. No, it's 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 l'chad The fact that we get into a discussion and, and we present different opinions and we have to argue there, that's what makes it clearer. That's what makes it clearer. Dafka the makes makes each side more clear. Dafka the fact that there's conflict makes each side better, because now each side becomes has to work harder to show what his side is. And the Chassam Sof, who sounds like a tremendous chiddush, he's right, he's saying a you can't argue with him, but that's not what he meant. The Pasuk says, There's Rav Shalom, lots of peace, Banaif. So, the priest of Shalom in the world, because it says, Rav Shalom, Banaif. Good. Let me ask you a question. The first thing the says, Lots of shalom, lots of peace is the same gemaifer as machlokes. His argument. What does it mean? What does it mean? He's right. You can't argue with him. Check it out. You'll see. It is. What does it mean? The answer is this is what it means. When a machlokes is a machlokes about anything else, it just becomes a fact. But the idea of tamanich chachamim arguing, the machlokes and tamanich chachamim, is to clarify both sides. That's how we're going to clarify both sides of this picture. I say like this, and you say like that. And that's going to force me to explain our side better, and force you to explain your side better. Now we'll both understand better. We'll both understand better. In the Marshall just gave, example I just gave you, if you explain the Ram, I'm explaining the Ravid. So yes, we're going to argue about it. And I'm going to do my best to prove my side, you're going to do the best to prove your side. And we both gain, because now both sides become clear. That's why it's Rav Shalom. That's the Makhlokas, which isn't for the sake of arguing. It's the Makhlokas, which is there to make both sides clearer. We both want it, we both going to gain from it. Like I said, as long as we're keeping the understanding, that's what we're trying to do. It doesn't become just a shouting match. It doesn't become a, a, a personal insult. 
right? It becomes a sign to forget. We we here together to both understand better. And if you want to take this this concept to its best, as we always said, take sides and the focus. You explain that, I'll explain those. You explain the rich, I'll explain the rational, right? Once you've done that, good. Let me trust the Swap sides. Now take on the other side. See how well you're going to explain So the hidden tracks by Russian. But it's the same idea because when it's something which is using that, I want to show I'm right. I want to prove it. I want to go the extra mile to understand it because this is my, the, the opinion I'm trying to explain. Right? That pushes me to understand that. The makhlaikis, which is nakhatkhila, we said that it's not the words in the condition that I feel Abu Bunay, Barabat Amir, who's learning a surga, they fight with each other. But Pesayfin Asim, I have him said, at the end they love each other. Why they love each other? We both came. We both came. We both understand better as a result. It wasn't just the argument for the sake of arguing. See, see, I was right, or see, you were right, whatever it's going to be. No, we both came. Both sides became clearer. That's the Rav Shalom. The, the increased Shalom is the fact that we, it's good for both of us. We both come out of, so to speak, victorious from each other. That's what we're talking about today. The mind of learning with Chavros, mind of arguing, you can gain from such a thing.